What's going on, geeks and gamers? How's the coffee business going? This is Archives Podcast, episode 24. This week, we've got a special guest, Garth, or Magic Man, is going to be joining us. Uh, this week, we're also going to be talking about Player Unknown leaving Player Unknown's Battlegrounds uh, Battlefield competition. Uh, we're going to have a media segment, and you know that am I the asshole? It's your favorite. So we're going to be running it back. Yo, it's your main man, Mizzix, coming at you with another hot, fresh one. Your boy, Wenzel. Hello, Metro 4. All right. So the Real first quick. thing. Oh. Go ahead. Real quick, I just before we um, started, I just, Garth, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, that wasn't much of an tell intro, us, but tell oh, us a little right. bit. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? What do you? Uh, how do you know us? What do you like to do? Uh, where are you from? What do you look like? Maybe. What's my address? Uh, maybe yeah. a link. Your mother's maiden name. <laughs> Your mother's maiden name. you social? grew up on. Yeah. Well, I know what street you grew up on. We've... Iowa. Yeah, I've known you guys for years. Uh, I make YouTube videos sometimes. That's about it. <laughs> of course, all those links will be in the description. Us. Maybe you can crack the code before us. Yeah, if anybody gets a picture, uh, we will pay you. He's paying oh. for fist face pics, yeah. <laughs> it's only fans, but for Garth. Garth fans. Only Garth. Only Garth. Yeah. All right. All right, what do you got? So, I think it was like two episodes ago we talked about Call of Duty Vanguard. Yep, yep. I believe so. I do have some new news, and it is not good. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a bit of a, a bit of a stinker. All right. <laughs> yeah, and I know that's going to make a lot of people angry. So my 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 first thing that I've pulled is so you you know I can pack a punch weapons and zombies, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, don't tell me they're doing it in multiplayer or something. You can do it in multiplayer. Oh, Five hundred dollar ruse gets you an upgrade for whatever gun you have in your hands. Well, how do you get the money? Is dude? it like is a it like a war zone pack a punch? No, you just do it from wherever the fuck you are. What? And you get and to get money, you know how you kill someone, you get points. Okay. It's no money. Uh, you get a kill, hundred dollars. So it's so like they're trying to uh, war zone multiplayer. No, there was, this, there was kind of like a game mode. It was like kind of arcadey, where if you like pick up their tags and you get points and stuff. Before in some older Call of Duties, I think it was World War the World War Two one. I remember the one Joking from Black firm, Ops. Yeah. So they're are they turning all multiplayer into like arcadey? You get points and you like buy upgrades and stuff. Yeah. Like ev- all game modes. Wow. Correct. You can also use this money to buy kill streaks. So hey, okay. if you're getting absolutely slammed the whole game, but you've managed to kill 15 people you can just go ahead and buy yourself a so here's the question do you also regularly get kill streaks or do you is that just the new way to get oh i can i got three kills i have enough to either buy a care package or get a red dot side of my gun or some shit you know like do you know do not okay i do have access to the closed beta on the 15th Gotta suck enough toes. Damn. I can tell you, I do not get kill streaks, so that's not. Yeah, a problem n- for me. neither do I. I, I <laughs> well, will be buying them. Yeah, well, I will it's be, not uh, the first time because yeah. in world, uh, what is it? not world? Um, Modern Warfare Three, they had the support class where it was just like you'd get like UAVs and stuff, and your kill streak would just keep going even if you died. And I yeah. remember it was like twelve kills to get an advanced UAV, regardless of how many times you died. 12 score streaks. So uh, yeah, like that's right. Capture flags, you, that would count the as bomb, a score. Yeah. all of that type of stuff. Very well acquainted with that. Perfect. Yeah. Well, <laughs> point streaks make more sense to me, but... 
Yeah. That doesn't sound like it sounds closer to what's going on than than what happened back in the day. Cause like now, like if you capture a flag, it's like two hundred points or like two fifty, right? Because capturing a flag is worth like no matter how you cut it, capturing like the center, you know, B flag is definitely worth more than like just getting a normal kill, you know? Oh, absolutely. But like if you just captured like the flag you spawn next to, you know, that's only like fifty points, and rightfully so, I think it should be worth even less. But it, uh, it is it also putting hate. It's putting Halo to shame by that's... launching with twenty multiplayer maps. Fourteen. 14 20 player maps and then six 2v2 maps. Oh, I was about to ask if most of them were gunfight maps, but uh, I thought of that one. Cuz gunfight was pretty fun, but like the maps are really small, so those so are worth like maybe of one third of a normal map. Gunfight, they're adding a new game mode called Champion Hill where it is there's 12 teams of 2. Each team gets 12, 12 life per mini match, and there's, I guess there'd be six mini matches where it's just gun. It's pretty much gunfight. Okay. And whoever wins that moves on to the next tier until it. That sounds really fun. You're fighting the last team in the middle, and you rotate around through all these little the f- six different maps. Well, that was a Halo game mode too, wasn't it? It was like duos or whatever. Probably. Well, duos has been a thing in Halo for a long time, but having like a tournament aspect to it is not anything that's ever been implemented. That's kind of cool. I like that. I do like that part of it. Although, yeah, Call of Duty definitely needs some sort of like matchmaking duos. You're saying that their skill-based matchmaking isn't good enough? Well, that's completely different than having like a <laughs> section for just 2v2s, you know? Yeah. Like I think their skill-based matchmaking is a huge issue. Like, I don't think just normal matches should be skill-based at all. I think it should just be, like, random. Because there's there's different times. Like, there's a time when I want to be competitive and a time I just want to, like, mess around with, like, twin Glocks or whatever. Mmm. Akimbo Berettas. Now I just need to make a friend. And then I'm set. (laughs) Yeah. And and you have to play Call of Duty. That's the easy part. Alright, so they finally released some information about the campaign. So there's uh, technically four sections, but also technically five. So you get to play as the Americans oh, in the God. Pacific Theater. You're starting the campaign as a dive bomber. So you actually get to fly around and do dogfights and whatnot. Oh, that sounds cool. That's okay. You play. The second one is Russian. You're playing as a female sniper. Battling in the streets of Stalingrad. It's not Third, play accurate. No, you're wrong, no. Garth. <laughs> there was a group of females that fought for the women Russian army. Women can shoot guns. I don't, it's not real. Thing. I don't think it's possible for a woman to shoot a gun. <laughs> women don't actually exist. Yeah, I've never seen one. Like it's like yeah. birds. They don't women exist. Women are There's a conspiracy government. theory. <laughs> government uh, trying to control us. Mm-hmm. The next is the Australian campaign. Australia also doesn't exist. <laughs> no, I, I would I would believe that. Statement. I think I think Activision is trying to push American propaganda. Yeah, Fe- female Russian soldiers, Australia, and British. No, 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 not female Russian females. Oh yes, in general. So, females so Russia exists. 
Russia well, is fine. We you know, know Russia exists. Hold on. There's kind of some debate going on whether Russia really exists. Have you ever I mean, seen I Russia? Maybe I won't for long. But Have you ever seen Russia? We're not getting uh, Russian ammo anymore, so wherever Russia was, well, they're look, gone now. Well, look, I'm telling now. you, boys. I've been I'm to a Russian few places in the anymore. world, and I have never seen Russia. FPS Russia wasn't real, so... Yeah. He wasn't. That's right. That's right. He was a phony. Exactly. <laughs> You got me thinking now. Sorry about that. I had to yell at my neighbors outside. Okay. What are they doing? I don't want to know. Oh. Well, you hold on. You said that your your neighbors were female. Maybe that's a government a government conspiracy. Yeah, they're Ask spies. Them to shoot a guy. They're spies. Oh, okay. 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 So they're also trying to take a since they've already stabbed at Halo with releasing more maps on launch. They tried taking a stab at Battlefield. By oh. increasing their destructible environment. Oh no, levolution. <laughs> but they they drastically missed. Oh, oh. what do you mean? <laughs> their destructibility is on the same level as Rainbow Six Siege. You can only punch like a doorway. So, yeah, so what? You can punch a hole in the wall. <laughs> yep. And they said they improved on their ballistics, so you can sh different calibers can shoot through different walls. I feel like that should. I feel like at least that there, there just needs to be like a standard. Yeah. And if you're it, like, nobody cares about. I mean, obviously people do. Like we had this talk before about you know it's Call of Duty. People are going to buy it because it's Call of Duty. Yeah. Or whatever. But like there, there there needs to be some kind of a okay like we been there done that like we're yeah. all we can all agree no matter what game Call of Duty Battlefield Halo blah 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 that this is where the baseline is now. You can punch a hole in a wall and shoot through it. Your shotgun doesn't shoot through, a, you know, a steel wall. Your sniper rifle maybe shoots through a steel wall. Blah, yeah. blah, you know, like... There that needs should to be, be some kind of a, yeah. It should just be common sense to every developer at this point. Like, I get maybe, yeah. like, 20 years ago when they were just starting making games. Or like, 2009, I remember, like, COD 4. It was pretty revolutionary. But, like, now... All that stuff should be really common sense to anyone playing a game or anyone making a game. Like, sniper, big bullet, goes through more stuff. Shotgun, tiny little bullets, doesn't go through much. Yeah. Even if you're not a gun expert. Do you really want it where you're just you're trying to move into a room and you just die all of a sudden you don't know what, what from, though? Apparently you've never played Tarkov. I'm, no, I have not. But you're, <laughs> so, if you're on the other side of it, I don't want to get so shot. That's, that's a little different. Like, Halo has different kind of map designs, right? Where they have, like, just steel walls everywhere, right? And if oh, yeah, I'm just surrounded by, like, huge steel and concrete walls, <laughs> then I can assume, like, I'm not going to get shot through any wall, right? And that's, like, a different level of game design than, like, a lot of these Call of Duty maps are, like, these tiny... Or not, I'm going to call them, like, the size of the steel buildings, but it's, like, a little steel, steel building where the wall is just, like, a piece of sheet metal, you know? And you can shoot through any piece of sheet metal with, like, a tiny little gun, you know? So if you can make a game like that... Metal. What? A twenty-two will go through sheet metal. Exactly my point is that like if a twenty-two will go through sheet metal, then like any gun pretty much besides birdshot should also be able to go through sheet metal. Birdshot. You know I want to change my position metal. on this. The worst thing Call of Duty is door campers. If I could just shoot the door of like side of the door frame and the guy dies, I'll take it. There you go. Mm -hmm. you, you can do that now. There we go. That's all you need. You so I noticed. So when Modern Warfare came out, the 2019 Call of Duty came out, they really upgraded the big team battle because before the big team battle was just like normal multiplayer, but with more people, you know, 
But Big Team Battle, when Modern Warfare came out, was like, there was vehicles and it was huge maps and there was like a little bit of a storyline and there was a little bit of progression throughout the multiplayer game. So maybe they're just trying to like upgrade that experience a little bit more. Because that was pretty fun. Uh, it was definitely a lot more like Battlefield and not more like a big Call of Duty match. But one of my biggest problems with this Call of Duty is they have openly said this is not a historically accurate World War II game. Which I feel like if you're making a World War II game, you kind of have to have it that way. Yeah, so that what? Part... it's just... Go ahead. I was going to say, that part kind of grinds my gears. Like, if you're going to make a World War II game, then, like, at least make it ac- somewhat accurate, you know? But don't just say that, like, you're going to ignore all the facts to make your own reality and then, like, just and all it really is is an excuse to do a shitty job, you know. I think expectations are actually different between Call of Duty and Battlefield because Call of Duty they've done future stuff, so you're not really you're not expecting yeah, the them to be the hardcore future. history. They're making their own. If they want to make their own realities, then that's this that's different than like making a game about a war. You know, like a real war well, actually happened. Battlefield they've only really ever done the past, so you expect them to like actually follow history. But when Call of Duty goes into the future and they kind of go back and forth, I, I kind of like, okay, as long as I have cool guns to shoot, I don't care. I think that you need to <clears throat> you need to do one of two things if you're going to make a World War II game. Or if you're going to make any, any time period game. <clears throat> Excuse me. You need to either follow the actual history and what actually happened, or you need to your, or your shtick needs to be, this is, this is what would have happened if such and such xyz had happened instead or you know what if we lost d-day what if we did blah 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 like you know yeah yeah that makes it needs this you need to be setting that that from the beginning that yeah it's like the a, um, like a twist what is it the, that uh the game from bethesda what what is it descriptive starts with a w dishonored no not dishonored it's uh Wolfenstein, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, with the Nazis. Because mm. like, they're like, oh, they the Nazis won. won. This is what we think would have happened, right? Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense, right? You're like, oh, well, this is what they think would happen. But you can't be like, oh, everything's the same except for everything we fucked up. That That's our own interpretation, right? It's like, no, mm-hmm. you're just a shitty game designer is what it is, in my opinion, you know? And they're, yeah. The other thing they're attempting is, so you got the American in the Pacific, the Russian in the Stalingrad, the Australian is in Africa, and the British guy is on D-Day. Somehow, some way, shape, or form, at that after you've beat all of their mini campaigns, you do one last big mission, and they're all there. I'm not a big fan of the little missions. I would much rather they plot me down as the American, and I get to go fight all these different fronts. I could care less about hopping around to all these different random. Fronts. Did you enjoy Battlefield Four more than the than like Battlefield One campaign? Because Battlefield One, you're different characters, little storylines. I enjoyed and Battlefield Four. It's like actually building up a good story, and even though the campaign's ending was kind of lame, but Battlefield Four had an amazing story. I didn't like the ending though. I just finished it recently. Who did you kill? It's like anticlimactic. Well, that's spoilers. I don't know. I don't honestly don't even remember. Oh, I know. Okay, yeah. Who'd you kill? Uh the Irish guy. 
I feel like you'd be mad at me if I if I would sacrifice the, the Asian lady. I killed her. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't even think about it. But there's no, it doesn't matter because it was right at the end. So who cares? Yeah. And they're never going to come back to it. So it doesn't matter. What do you think? Battlefield 2042 is going to be led by. They're, they're going to ask. <laughs> it's going to be a ghost of an Irish guy. <laughs> no, no, they're, they're going to ask before you even load into it and be like, who did you kill? Games have done that. What is that? Mass Effect or something? Yep. There's a, the Mass Effect. Say if you played, I'm just going to use a random number, Mass Effect 3, finished it, and then you played 4, 4 would ask to read your old data. Oh, okay. And oh, like, that's so cool. I didn't actually You got to romance those characters. You got to transfer yeah. over your romance. It's going to remember who you put your, <laughs> your repeater in, your 22 millimeter repeater. I don't even remember who I. So, never. For legal reasons, that's a joke. So I uh, I I did a playthrough of Mass Effect last year on my playthrough channel, and oh, I remember cool. that yeah. Uh, so I skipped to like two or three or something, and I thought it was really cool that they were able to like continue the story based off where you left off. That was definitely one of the coolest things ever in gaming. But I remember they only really narrowed it down to like thirteen decisions. It wasn't like that, man. And and like a lot of those decisions were not very like impactful. It was like, does this chick hate you or does she hate you? Okay, well she likes you, so she'll give you blowjobs from now on. But like. <laughs> A lot of it was not really imp- it was like three things that were like very impactful and other than that it was like not very minor it was very minor stuff you know right. i feel like more games need to do that for sure i agree like, i played the old gonna... telltale games those were great mm-hmm. some like like if you're like the fallout games it'd be super cool if like in new vegas you like annihilated the legion right and so then like they just aren't even involved right in four but like, if in New Vegas you were like, "Oh, I love the Legion," right? Because they're on uh, the other side of the Colorado River, so maybe they like spread out to you know Massachusetts or whatever because they're just killing everyone or whatever. Like that'd be pretty cool. And then obviously, a lot of people have multiple Fallout playthroughs, so you could have like playthroughs where they don't aren't really involved or whatever. Yeah, that would be so fucking sick. Speaking of a good story, so I, I know none of you played Call of Duty Cold War. I think I'm the only one. The only I played was uh, Ghosts. Ooh, I like. What was the World War Two one? Call of Duty World War Two. Which one? Oh, was it? Okay, that's the one I played. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there there was World at War, and then World War Two. Well, I guess I played a little bit. You uh, played World War Two, actually. Probably. Played a little bit of Black Ops Four exclusively for zombies. So, Cold War. They they delved into the zombies universe more and dug up more of the story, and in Vanguard they're continuing on with the zombies story. Is it gonna be? Is it the same developer? I I thought only only uh, Treyarch did zombies. Is that just yeah. not a thing anymore? No, they're st- they're the ones that are in control of zombies. And so it it's was... just Treyarch two years in a row. Didn't we just get a Treyarch game? Yeah. Are you sure? I thought it. Well, used, I thought it would switch. Treyarch and so, when, uh, did that stop? when Infinite or Advanced Warfare came out, it became a three-year cycle with Sledgehammer. I don't know if they stopped that at some point, but I think Sledgehammer was also doing a zombies mode. They may it, have done. It became okay. a three-year cycle when Advanced Warfare came out because obviously the game's getting more advanced and they need more time every iteration. Yeah, because they're they're. I was reading. Treyarch did the last zombies. 
and they did the main zombies, and then Sledgehammer did the open world zombies. And now Treyarch is going to be continuing the zombie storyline in Vanguard. Mm, okay. Take it. They've changed it. Unpopular a little bit. I did not. I don't like the zombies. It's too car- ar- cartoony, arcadey. I like Modern Warfare with the uh, what was that called? It was like, like Operations or something. Spec Ops. Which Modern Warfare? It, it was like Spec Ops or something. Yeah. What was I like Spec Ops a lot. I think Spec Ops Those is pretty fun. underrated. That was Although there's no, cool. there's not a whole lot of storyline development. It's like you'd play like this one two minute mission and. Has zombies just gotten too like? I like the old zombies. This one's kind of gotten too like arcadey, like a uh, game showy, like wacky. Right. That's what I feel like. They definitely have taken out of, especially when they went to the open world. They took out a lot of the like, I'm in a destroyed theater surrounded by zombies and there's blood all over the place. Now I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm in a car driving down a road because I need to go do this little side thing before I can go kill the big zombie in this area. Maybe I just want it to be scarier. It seems kind of too wacky for me lately. I don't know. Was wasn't one actually like a game show or something like their zombies version? There were in Black, uh, I think in the first Black Ops, there was a DLC that made it so. Yeah, because yeah, it had it was like cameras and stuff. I think yeah, there were actors trying to film something. Oh, okay. And one of them was Danny Trejo. I think that was part of like the storyline, though, is that like they were acting out like a like a zombie movie and then like it just so happened like all the zombie stuff just started popping off in the world i don't think that was mighty convenient but i i am looking at it on wikipedia it is a three-year cycle and i think sledgehammer is just adding zombies to their games also oh okay yeah makes sense because they they left them out for a couple of games and yeah one of their games they took zombies out and then i think uh well i think it was like black ops 3 or black ops yeah, I think it was Black Ops 3, maybe Black Ops 4. They took out zombies and replaced it with the Battle Royale mode. That was, uh... Maybe it was Black Ops 4. That was Modern Warfare. Which, no, Modern Blackout. Warfare never Blackout. had zombies. No, Modern Warfare had a uh, Battle Royale. No, so that's Modern Warfare. That's, uh... Warzone was always a mode. Or not okay. always, but like it came out like a few months after, but they were never expected to have zombies. Oh, okay. A new Modern Warfare doesn't have zombies. I think Black, yeah. Black Ops 3 had Blackout. Oh, that's right. They called it something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah, literally yeah. called Blackout. I liked uh, another unpopular opinion. Black Ops 4 was Call of Duty Blackout. Yep. I liked Call of Duty Ghost, and I liked their little alien game mode. I like I think... Ghost 2 also, but uh, I was playing it for like the competitive scene. I wasn't really like into the. Oh, so you I played it for like three weeks. It. What? So you what played it for that? like three weeks then. What are you talking about? Yep. I was saying, I was making fun of Ghost because it didn't last that long. Man, I was playing it into the summer. I went to MLG Anaheim for Ghost. Really? Yeah. Yeah, extinction is what it was yeah. called. Yeah. That's right. That was a good game. Mode. The, I, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't. It's not something it wasn't, to write home about. It wasn't zombies, and that's what I wanted. No. They were trying to like mimic zombies, but it wasn't as good as zombies, obviously. Because I remember buying all the DLC packs for it, so me and Mac and Riley could all know life it and finish the little story it had. 
why are they treating zombies like it's such a huge thing? It takes a lot of work. They make so much money. They could just throw zombies in every game, right? It'd be less special, sure, but like they have I, the money to hire. Like they have so many studios working on these games. Why can't? Why are they limiting features so much? Like that was kind of what I was ta- gonna say because you were like, "Oh, bullets!" You know, they have to have a three-year cycle because the game is so complicated. It like not like Call of Duty literally doesn't make millions of dollars a year. I think if they wanted to, they could afford to fucking. They didn't even add a campaign in the last. Like, yeah, what are like, they doing? You know. They literally, that's a good question. I think they're worried about sexual harassment lawsuits rather than they worried about making games right now. But we're really going to talk about that. Maybe they should have just made the damn game in the first place and stopped worrying. Remember, we already said this girls don't exist, especially not in the video game studios. (laughs) Especially not at the video game studio. That's right. You can't sexually harass them if they don't exist. Yeah. Some some spies in there dressed up as (laughs) what we think of fellow humans. I am female. <laughs> I have the booba. Alright. So moving on to the next one. <laughs> Do you think games these days, like in the past five years, have only been made for the competitive scene? Like there hasn't really been a casual game produced in forever. Negative. They're they're pandering to it. They're hoping it catches on with competitive. Jordy, you said negative as in all games are competitive now? No, I'm saying like no, they're so so here. So if you if you balance a game towards a competitive scene, then it'll inherently be balanced for like bad players. But if you make a game so that it's only good for bad players, then it, it doesn't work the other way. Then like obviously the, all the really good players are gonna be able to like just abuse all the systems that you've totally made. But are you killing the game before it comes out if it's too hard for normal no, people? Because that's why skill-based matchmaking is like implemented in every game, so that you get matched with people at your skill level. Because they'll balance it so that it's good for the people at the top, and then so that will inherently balance it for everyone at lower skill levels. I feel it only like works one Quake's kind of like that. In my That's kind of my argument. Quake's too hard for normal people. Isn't it super competitive, though? I mean, I've, I've, I've played Quake a little bit, and my main complaint is that there's not enough people playing it. It was I played quick because it's maybe. too geared towards competitive, I think. But I've only played it for like two hours, and it was really fun. Oh, the okay. issue is I just couldn't get a match, and I'd just be waiting for like thirty minutes to start like a one v one or whatever, or maybe like an eight like a eight person free for all, and it would just take forever. But I really enjoyed it. It it reminds me a lot of Splitgate, but without the crappy portal mechanic. That seems to get more popular. Is that game geared towards more uh, competitive play? Absolutely. Okay. My my thing about it is, is that the portals are just way overpowered, and I, I'm not really enjoying it. Like, you can have yeah. portals in a game and have it be, like, a unique thing, which obviously there's not a lot of... I think it's the only FPS game with, like, a portal mechanic in it, but it's just ridiculous. Like, it's instantaneous travel across the map, and it's, like, it's not that... I don't want to say it's it's hard to hear someone, but it's also not like easy to hear someone when like if someone's gonna portal through a map, like it should be very audible. And also like you can't put a portal over someone else's portal. You have to have a grenade to do it, and the grenades don't do any damage to any players. All they do is close portals. Halo has uh, teleporters. Had those forever. Yeah, but those I feel can like only they go from one kill. spot to another. Okay, so how do the portals work? And you can just so there's like 
walls and there's like special walls but these special walls are like pretty much all over the place and you can just set up your own portal to wherever you want oh. and it's like so what if halo added like you could just throw a tele- uh, teleporter on the ground and it take that you would be ridiculous it would have <laughs> it to be, be super thing? loud it would have to let like everyone know okay. this guy is portaling you know <laughs> it'd be like hey this idiot hey this idiot over here put a portal down come kill this guy he's portaling over yeah here. <laughs> that's really the only way it would, it would make sense is if it like it completely okay. announces it to everyone that this guy is portaling and where he's portaling to otherwise you know there's no way it would be like fair for a competitive match let's just, let's just help me prove my point that video games these days are made towards the competitive side I actually well, yeah. think that it's kind of the other way. Think so? The yeah. So like, I don't know. The, the, all, like, game designers do not make their money from pro players. No, mm-hmm. they do not. They lose money. They want. Yeah. What do they want to do? At the end of the day, they're a business, and you know what? They work for these big companies, Activision, EA, blah blah blah. Right? These companies are in it to make money. They what they want to do. The bottom line, they want to sell as many copies of their game to random little kid that you know is begging his mom for for halo for christmas or whatever the hell right you know like they want to make this game as accessible and as profitable as they can and they're going to make that as easy as they can for new players to be able to jump in and because you don't think about it like you you know you get a new game oh this is pretty cool yeah 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 oh but oh but i keep dying i'm not going to play this game i'm not going to spend money to buy skins or whatever the fuck you know, I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna stop playing, right? I'm you know gonna what? Go I agree with you, Patrick. Else. Well, that's because that's every saying. game's coming out now has bots, and pro players aren't playing against bots. And yeah. I play Gears, and there's so many people. All they do is sit there and play bots all day because they're easy to kill and they get XP. Like they're not playing ranked mode. There's ranked and there's bots. They maybe they they're pandering I mean, both. But yeah, but ranked is separate. there for the people that want it. Yeah, but yeah, you know, it's all about money, and pro players are not how they're making their money. Halos, they're coming with bots too. So, and pro players aren't going to play that. So maybe it's going to be different. There's ranked in Halo, so. So that's that's what I was saying. Is that like, so they'll the, the pro players will do all the work and they'll tell the developers what's balanced, what's not balanced, what's broken, what needs to get fixed. But then the the developers also what they have to do is make these skill based matchmaking because if you're just like up against pro players, and then you like a pro player is facing some rando, then obviously that's also not going to work either, right? Oh yeah, well I don't I don't disagree that there is that you know they are also catering to the to the to the you know the the more competitive audience. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day the game the games are being designed in such a way that it is easily accessible and it is much easier for somebody to pick up the game for the first time and go and still yeah. you know yeah, they're yeah, like, this is our game. If you want to try hard, go to the rank mode over there. But we're going to put bots in loot boxes in this side. This is the main part of the game. We're going to cater to all little yeah. Timmy because that's where the money so we're is. We're going to Fortnite got a credit right card. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say they're pandering to the competitive scene, but I just want to say they're kind of using it to their advantage. Because there's people with a passion for it who are going to figure out all these things that developers aren't going to you know, figure out. And they'll basically balance the game for them. And all the developers have to do is listen to the competitive scene and make sure that people are matched up with other people in their skill level. And that's pretty much all you have to do. It's that simple. All those players who are like, I found the easiest spot where you can just stand here and no one will see you. Yeah. Upload a video, the next thing you know, it's fixed the next day. 
Well, I feel like a lot of these like arena games failed at like the same time. Like Cliff Blazinski came out with one. Like there was a bunch of them. Some caught on, but there was so many that failed because they were all trying to cater to like competitive, right? It was like four v four. Like what was his failed game? I can't remember. But there was there was some that caught on, and it's too much of a gamble, I think. So they're like, we're going to go the opposite direction. Talking about CS:GO. No, um, it was a bunch of these like uh, not. It's like Overwatch type of games a little bit. We have like classes and stuff though. Lawbreakers, that's what it was. That failed like huge. There was a bunch of games that like that. Yeah, I never even heard it. But those there was a bunch of them like that that catered to the more hardcore audience and they they just flopped and lost a ton of money. So now they're going the opposite direction, I feel like. We're putting bots in, social matches, big matches, like stuff like that, like more for the uh, the average person. Which is probably better. Yeah. Better do. Jordy, you're up. All right. So, Player Unknown has left Player Unknown Battlegrounds. What's his name? Uh, Brendan Green? Something like that. It is. It's that guy. So, he left PUBG, right? Obviously, PUBG was like his baby. He had a long history in Battlegrounds games. Um, So, obviously, I think you guys know the history, so I'm going to quickly glaze over it. Uh, So, he started on DayZ Battlegrounds in 2013. He's actually living in Brazil and trying to save up to buy a plane ticket home back to Ireland. And so he was making uh, Daisy Battlegrounds. And then he caught on with his success. Uh, and Sony hired him to make a Battle Royale mode for H1Z1, which is, again, a huge success. So a Korean company hired him to make his own Battle Royale game, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, right? And... So then he made that. That was a success. I remember we were playing that back in like 2018, 2019. And oh, yeah. the Wait, company the that hired him was in that, Korea. Uh, and Tencent, I, was, I think? I don't think it was Tencent because that's a Chinese company. Oh, I don't remember then. But I don't, I don't remember the name of the company either. But Not important. But I remember I was in Korea when the game was huge and I was seeing like billboards for like the new map that came out and i thought that was the coolest thing ever because i was seriously that's yeah. fucking sick yeah there was like billboard i think it was like hanok or whatever oh, like, oh man what no hanoi was a black ops one map yeah hanoi is like a city in vietnam or something hanoi, also that. and i remember um, i thought that was like the coolest thing ever because like i'd seen like gaming billboards but it was at like mlg events or like near a GameStop or whatever you know but yeah. this is just at like some rando subway station and I'm that's getting like advertisement for PUBG and I was like that's pretty that's pretty cool. Like I've never seen anything like it. And now he's starting his own studio and he says he's gonna be exploring new technology and gameplay. So do you think that he's gonna be coming out with like the next hottest game? Because battle royales have really taken off, right? Well the problem is he has to beat out Activision Blizzard. Is it taking off or dying down? Because only a couple are left that are big. PUBG? PUBG, Call of Duty, like these battle royals are No, but like, he's making he's given up on PUBG. He's making his own new thing. He started yeah, his own new, new game studio. Late? What? Is it too late? Like I feel like there's he's only not the big working dog on battle left. royale games. He's working oh, on new oh. technology and new gameplays. That's so vague. <laughs> it is very vague. We're a technology company? What do I you do? Think, uh, I think that uh so obviously PUBG wasn't the best. It was pretty glitchy. 
Uh, the gameplay, like, it wasn't very fast. You'd be, like, hiding in circles for, like, 15 minutes. And then you get into, like, remember. one... You get in, like, one really intense gunfight. And uh, then it was, like, if you win, you go on to, like, the next circle. And maybe you do that three times and win. But other than that, you spend, like, 20 minutes looking for attachments. They made a ton on mobile, though, right? It was, like, billions they or did. something. They did. So I still remember the uh, the win I got. No loot. I had... I had a- accidentally glitched myself underneath the map yeah and i got a win like that because the <laughs> last guy died before i did nice <laughs> i think there's a video of it somewhere i'll have to find it I, I remember the video i think it is somewhere so good so i think that he's probably going to come out with some new thing and it's not going to be like the best thing ever right but he'll have some new concept because it seems like he's he's good he's like a concept guy but he's not like an action guy right like every every game he's made has been super glitchy and like not very well polished. Like I remember <laughs> even H1Z1, like it's a game made by Sony and like I was falling through the bottom of buildings because like the floor didn't work or whatever. Yeah, I can't wait to play his game then. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, I don't think his games are going to be that good. I think his concepts are going to be good. And Guys, like he'll it's come like up with a good dead, concept, but different. He'll come up with like a good concept. And then, like, Activision will see, hey, that's a good concept. We're going to take that, but make it better. And that's what I'm excited for. You're excited for them to steal his idea? Exactly, because he's <laughs> not an execution guy. He's an idea guy. He's an idea, okay. You know? I know that's kind of a meme, but <laughs> what do you guys think? Are you are you guys excited for him to start his own thing, or do you think he's just kind of been a Battle Royale guy, and that's just been, like... It was he a one-hit wonder? Thing? Maybe he I is. don't know. I mean, he kind of did the, the BR stuff, like, before... You know, he he's was been kind doing of the it for first almost person. 10 years. Like, like he well, started yeah, he was years also ago. like, yeah, kind of the first person to do that. Yeah. So like, yeah, who knows? That would be, yeah, I, I think that's, that's a really, uh, who knows what he's got mm-hmm. up in the old noggin, right? Like it could be yeah. anything. Like, yeah, I'm pretty excited. That's super Well, that cool. could have been it. Like, uh. Maybe that is just like it's the Battle Royale guy. It's a Battle Royale, but there's dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe well, it's the got, Battle Royale guy. You, you pick up different dinosaurs. You, you know, you gotta find like different eggs around the map. Stand. Pokemon Battle Royale, go! Yeah, guys, stop giving my ideas away. <laughs> <laughs> Dang! All right, so we're staying on the Asian continent in the same country. So South Korea has stopped platforms from banning in-app payment systems. So, like Apple, their App Store, and the Google Play Store currently in America, they ban people from having like their own in-app purchasing system without giving Apple or Google a 30% cut. And so this has some big implications because I don't know if you guys remember, but we talked about it on one of our earlier podcasts. Uh, There's a lawsuit going on, Epic versus Apple, whereas Epic doesn't want to pay the ridiculous fees that Apple requires to be on the App Store because they have to give Apple 30% of all their V-Bucks sales if they want to be in the Apple App Store. And Korea, free money. Korea has banned that that business practice. If you want to make your own in-app purchasing system and not give any of those platforms a cut, then that's totally fair. So do you guys oh, think so this is a good thing? they're with Fortnite then. They are. They are. At least oh, cool. in, in their country. Yeah. But then can't Apple be like, fine, then we just won't have you on our service there? I mean, yeah, they can just ban them off the service if they want, which is what they've done okay. in America. They haven't been on the App Store for like a year. 
they made their own thing, right? Their own launcher or whatever. Yeah. They have for Android, but uh, Apple, oh, okay. unless you jailbreak your phone, you can't download apps outside of the <laughs> I app I jailbreak store. my phone for Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have done, or I don't want to say a lot of people, but some people have done that. If they have an iPhone, Oof. then you have to jailbreak your phone to keep playing Fortnite to get the updates. Because mm. ultimately what they were banned off the, the app store was for, what they did is they changed the price of V-Bucks. They upped it by 30% for, for Apple users. Uh, and uh the google uh android you could just download it off of like their website or whatever because they're you can do that on an android you can just download whatever app you want it doesn't have to be off the google play store well people that are uh, by apple products are used to paying more anyway for nothing so <laughs> that makes sense to me yeah well they took it off they took it off the app store that you haven't been able to play it for like almost a year That means everyone in here but Patrick can all play Fortnite together on our phones. You guys go right ahead. Go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know, I uh, play Fortnite. No. So do you guys think the law is like a good thing or a bad thing that Korea is implementing? Well, I hate microtransactions. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to side with the Koreans on this okay, one. Okay. Team only, Korea. The, only the southern ones, though. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. What about you, Patrick? Yeah, I don't mind. I definitely... um. I don't know. It, it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I kind of like. I, I don't know if I. I don't know. I don't know. How, let me think how I want to okay. phrase this. Well, here, let me go. I'll go before you. So, so I'm against it, right? Because I think free markets are a good thing, and they, mm-hmm. uh, they inspire change, right? And when you force people to take a system that doesn't work and kind of like force it into something that works, you just get something that's not as good as what it could have been, right? So, if you think about Steam, Steam also takes a thirty percent cut of they'll take a 30 percent cut of your game sale right so like rust we're all playing rust and they'll just take a 30 percent of that sale and they'll give you a five percent discount if your game goes over five million dollars a month or if your game goes over 50 million dollars a month they'll give you another five percent so you can get a 20 percent deal if you're doing over 50 million dollars a month but if you're just doing like you know a couple sales here and there, then they're going to take 30%. But from what I could find, they do not take any in-app purchases. So all the skins we buy, they go directly. (laughs) They're all going directly to our guy, right? Making our skins, skinning our boxes so we can keep our meds organized. you sell a skin, they take a cut. Daddy help. You know what? It hurts to say, but I'm siding with Apple. They have the right to take a cut. I'm well, that's what I'm saying. Government. That, like, I don't want a government telling businesses what to do. Well, I, but they're being greedy. They're greedy. They are greedy. But if you're going to make a phone and you're going to and you're going to put this app on the phone where people can go and find other apps, right? Like that is a service. It's inherently on the phone. They've gone through all of this stuff, right? And yeah, make your own phone then. A lot Fortnite of phone. Well, I'm going to say a lot of people <laughs> complain. <laughs> it's a pickaxe. <laughs> A lot of people complain that there's too many apps on the App Store, right? Even if you look up an app by its name, a lot of times yeah, you like, can't find it, right? Or like 20 others also show up. So I don't think the problem is that there's too many apps, right? I think we're all in favor of more apps and more competition. I think the issue is that there's a shitty way to sort them and that these they've had no incentive to sort out these apps. And if you want to make like your own App Store and get your own users then I think you you can do that, you know? And if some company like Microsoft wants to make the micro, or I don't know, the micro store or whatever, 
and if make a better one comes along they get, they'll put it on there for sure that's free market that's what i'm saying is that these other companies could come along and do it because steam all steam does they don't make any computers right that's what epic I mean, did they made their own they make thing. the steam machine but no one's buying that garbage the vast majority of people are going on google chrome and they're downloading <laughs> steam and then they're just steam is taking a 30 percent cut of every sale or you know down to 20 if you're if you're doing a lot of sales right yeah. So I th- I just think that uh, I think it's a good intention, but I think if it was like a Samsung, which is a Korean company, the Koreans would not be going after their own. You know, I think they're just trying to hurt, or maybe not hurt, but maybe they're trying to hinder American free markets, and they're trying to get you know a cut of every Korean Korean, Korean sale one. because they're taking a three percent cut of the marketplace if they if they ban in app payments. Mobile games are huge in other like they other are. countries compared to us. It's right. It's crazy. Which is why I think it's a, a good service because like you, any of us here would be able to download our own app system, right? Say there was the micro store and we were downloading our, our own stuff and it was like a dollar cheaper. I think we would all do that, right? But none of us yeah. are playing mobile games. Do you guys play mobile games? I other than that Fallout Shelter, like that's it. Or Pokemon I Go back in the thing. Like I don't Shadow really play Legends a little bit, but other than that, oh, no. okay. let's play Raid Shadow Legends. Start <laughs> this, now for free. Sorry. This podcast not brought to you by. <laughs> not yeah. yet. No, I um I was playing uh, Clash of Clans for a little while for a few okay. months. I, I had started again. I don't know, maybe eight okay. months ago. Like we played back in uh, back in high school, and then some of the other guys I play Rust with. You had also played in high school, and they're like, "Yeah, we should start that up again." So we all played for a few months. But did you spend real money? Did you buy anything? Uh, I probably like ten bucks. That's not enough. You're not a whale. <laughs> I've spent zero money on mobile games, so we're definitely not the target audience no. for this. I don't play Fortnite, so sorry. Yeah, I think really what what the services they provide is like people who are not tech savvy at all are on their phone and play games. And they make it easy for app developers to put their app in touch with those people is really the service they provide. And if they don't make that money on the back end, then they're just going to have to charge more on the front end, which is ultimately, I'm sure, what Samsung wants, is they want the other companies to have to provide more on the front end, which would ultimately make Samsung more competitive, at least in Korea. Yeah, makes sense. But how many people are going to pre-order the Steam Deck? I did. Oh, yeah, at least one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy it with Steam or with Rust skins, okay? With Steam okay. skins? Okay. Steam skins. I do love a good Steam for five skin. cents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Next. Alrighty. So I don't know if you guys have heard the news. Our boy, Timmy the Tatman, has switched. I heard about this today. He has switched to YouTube gaming. So personally, I have not been watching a lot of Twitch streams lately. I've been only pretty much watching the doc, Dr. Disrespect on YouTube Gaming. So do you guys think this is a good thing that that uh, people are switching to YouTube Gaming? Or do you think it's just kind of like splitting up the streaming scene where like people are some, you know, you don't really know where to look at for people at now because you kind of lose track of people, honestly. You'll or, follow who you want to watch, though. Okay, okay. Well, we just said competition's good, so I mean, I Which think it also is. gets pretty greedy. But they do some it's kind of it's kind of anti-competitive to keep all the videos and all the streamers on one platform, you know. But I'm kind of happy because I mean, I've been I've been watching Twitch for a while, but it seems like 
their their rules are not equally enforced and the rules are kind of odd. Yeah, definitely. And so I'm and a slight I'm infraction to... could be uh, really bad for you. Well, it seems like some infractions like so like the rules not are not consistent, very yeah. consistent. Well, not only that, but the rules don't really make sense because it seems like for sexual stuff, you can you can push it a lot further than like if you insult someone's identity. Like if I call someone a faggot, I'm pretty much oh, banned boy. instantly. Beep. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm pretty much instantly banned off Twitch. You know, but like if I'm walking around like a titty streamer, you know, like I could be doing that for months in my pool. And like, yeah, that's like not even a big deal. There is literally a hot tub section. Yeah. Like I logged and, into you know, Twitch one time and I'm like looking at this chick with her tits out in her pool. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm here to watch Fortnite, man. Like what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, how is this? Those aren't sick nineties. Yeah. It's not cranking sick nineties. <laughs> yeah. And it's not the, and it, like you said before, like the rules are not consistently applied either. So I'm happy that YouTube, YouTube is snatching people up, even if it means that all of the gaming money? content will be on, you know, one site and it's pretty much a monopoly. Do you think they paid him to, to come on over? Oh, they paid him boatloads of cash. Absolutely. I know oh, really? for sure because yeah. Dr. Lupo, um, like two days beforehand, announced that he was switching to YouTube gaming. And what he pretty much said is he has a family. And after he this YouTube gaming deal... His family and his kids will never have to worry about money ever again. And generational wealth. Yeah. Yeah. So and and uh, Tim has some kids too. So I'm sure that had some uh, some impact on his decision. But also, he had previously complained about not playing with his good friend Doctor Disrespect because <laughs> Twitch has rules about playing, playing with banned with streamers. Banned people, yeah. So. Hmm. Good thing, bad thing. I think good thing, even if it means more. YouTube monopoly. has a lot of work to do, though. With like, I think they have less work to do than streaming. Twitch. I no, think well, it's Twitch easier has to find someone right streaming. Now. Yeah. Are you been to the explore section lately? No. Because if you if you <laughs> click uh, on the little three bars on the left on YouTube and click explore, there's a gaming section, and it's got pretty much all the same features as uh. Oh, so they're working Twitch. on it then. And you can click on a game you want, and you'll see live live streamers oh, okay. like right now. I do like in your subscription feed, just show someone at the, like the top when they're streaming. That's, That's cool. really cool too. Yeah. What's so they are working on That's good. on the front page. What the hell is this? Hey. Minecraft has more viewers than Fortnite. That's how you know it's a good platform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and something called Free Fire has forty five thousand. What is this game? Free Fire. Free Fire. Yeah, I don't know about all that, you know. Is this just another version of uh, Fortnite? Probably. Oh, yeah, it's totally Fortnite PUBG. But does it cater to the hardcore audience? No. <laughs> Probably. It looks like it. It looks pretty sweaty. This dude's got, like, a monkey or a cat. He's got, like, an AK-47 on his back. This dude has angel wings. They're throwing down snow walls. Okay. So... This is not in English either. So, I got I got another serious topic, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you guys we haven't played Apex Legends in a while. I know you you and me, Wenzel, we used to play it a little bit, kind of hardcore. Last year during the pandemic. That's the game I was trying to think of with the, when they actually succeeded going competitive. I tried to play a little bit. Um, I mean, I have played it probably more recently than you guys. I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of my uh, one of my friends from work is like really into it, so I've played it a little bit with him. 
But uh, some guy from Brazil had um, somehow gotten into my account, and I didn't know about it. And so I went to play one day, and they were like, uh, yeah, your account's banned. Oh, and then I yeah. went, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And it, it turned out they had been emailing me for months. Uh-oh. Like, hey, some dude in Brazil is in your shit. I'm like, okay, that's well. what happened to my Riot account. I, I looked into it the other day. Yeah, that's when my shit got banned. Stop using password one two three, dude. <laughs> I don't know. This it wasn't what, Brazil, three? but it was some. I think it was Colombia, maybe. Oh, some dude was actually in Brazil that was getting into my oh, account. Yeah. But all right, so Apex Legends, um, they so they removed a technique called tap strafing, which uh, pretty much only exclusively could be done by PC streamers or PC gamers. I mean where it allows you the ability to move midair. So if you're on the console, pretty much you jump and you can keep your current trajectory, right? It's like the, the normal parabola or whatever, you know, you, the jump shape. It's very predictable what happens after you jump. And there's no fall damage, so a lot of people in Apex Legends will jump from far hearts, right? But if you use uh, this technique in a PC, you can... So basically, you'd like tap your keys instead of holding it, and then that would allow you to move great distances and change your trajectory midair, which isn't able to be done by console players, right? So Apex Legends removed it from the game to keep console players competitive. So do you think it's more valuable for a game like Apex Legends to keep the game competitive than it is to keep it uniform and allow uh, cross-platform to be more competitive? It is cross-platform then. It is cross-platform. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I think I think I you know I'm kind of torn, right? Because I want games to be competitive. I think that's the best way to balance games is you balance them for the best players, and then you match players with players at their current skill level. Is in my opinion the best way to do it. There and, shouldn't be extra features, though. What do you mean? They shouldn't be able to do something I can't do. They should just be. They should be like easier to aim, maybe, but they shouldn't be able to jump so, through the sky. I can't do that if I'm on console. So yeah, that's the thing is you can't really. You can kind of do it if you jump from like a far distance on console. You just kind of quickly tap over jumping. on the on the thing, but it's not nearly as effective as like. I don't know if you guys could hear me slamming the thing, but obviously, like, so you you very slowly move in the air for every input you make, but obviously, if I'm slamming on the A button. I'm going to move left a lot quicker than someone who's sliding their their joystick back and forth left, you know? Yeah. You can mouse and keyboard on consoles now, though, or at least Xbox. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's on Nintendo Switch. It's on PS4 also. Oh. So. Who's playing Apex on the Switch? <laughs> you are... Oh, man, I'm sweating desperate. a little bit right now. Oh, man, what are you asking these tough <laughs> oh. questions for? Man. <laughs> Only scrubs Jeez. Here. I like laying in bed sometimes, you know? (laughs) Steam Deck, there you go. Yeah. Because I'm honestly kind of torn on this. Because I think games should stay competitive. That's the best way to keep them balanced and keep them fair. But also at the same time, it's important to, you know, keep them competitive across platforms. Because obviously, like, if you gave PC aim assist, it would just be ridiculous. And it would be completely unfair, so... The I mean, most annoying thing is when you're playing ranked is like, oh, he's on he's on PC. He's going to destroy us. Like, yeah, he only killed me because he's on PC. That's so annoying. So yeah. if you could just make sure it's even, yeah. I don't have a distinct so advantage. You, you would value skill. So you value. I'm, I'm uh, down for it. OK, you value keeping it fair across platforms. If it wasn't intended, 
then yeah, just change it, make sure everybody's okay. even. Yeah, because no, it's definitely not an intended thing, but it is a mechanic in the game. Is when you make the input to change midair, you get a little bit more of a boost than if you were just to hold it down and kind of move left in the air. When you start the when you start the motion, you get more, which is why like a rapid tap would would get you more than someone kind of trying to like flick it left. Look it up, look at our wrist. All right. What else you got, Jordy? You didn't even give me your opinion on it. I asked you a question. <laughs> Jeez, man, what else do I got? I got my nuts in your mouth is what I got. He's playing on the Switch. He's too busy at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, sorry. Uh, hold on. Uh, yeah, one down. Swagger from the back. All right, and he's cracked. <laughs> Jeez. No, um, I'm down. He's over there. Yeah, he's I, over I, there. I, <laughs> he's over there! No. Um, yeah, I, I definitely like that they're... they're Uni- I don't know, unifying the, the playing, leveling the playing field. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or if 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 they don't want to fix that, then it needs to be. Then you can't have it be cross platform. That's just okay. the only way that it's. Okay. Yeah, they spent all that time making it cross platform. I can't imagine that they're going to undo it all just to keep some kind keep, of glitch. Yeah, keep you know the top level players from screwing each other over. You know. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. That's kind of where I'm at. I was kind of torn on it too, so. Give PC aim assist. Problem solved. I might be get back into Apex at that point. <laughs> I would. All right. So oh. last week, what? Oh, I just was. Um, there was this. There was a a, a clip of a a Rust streamer. I don't remember who it was. He was a, a mid level. You know, he's he was known, but yeah. not like. A huge guy. He's, he's creep, creeping through the swamp, you know, trying to make a play. Got, some guy runs up behind him and fucking, you know, shotguns him in the back. Hey, or something. Man! The guy, like, literally, like, face rolls on his keyboard, opens his hack client. Oh, on my stream, God. On stream. He just looks, he's like, oh, I gotta go. And end stream. Deletes <laughs> the VOD. Oh, my yeah. God. It was, I don't remember who it was, but this was like a. It's just. Oh, it was so good. All right. So Hard. last week, we talked about starting a new company, Archives Ammo, to help with the American ammo shortage, right? So I want to oh. know, what other side hustles would you guys want to start with the boys? Well, I've actually got some terrible news for you on, on the Archives Ammo Uh-oh. company. Uh-oh. So I've, I've done a lot more research. Oh, don't tell me that. Last thing I need is it... facts and logic. <laughs> so the current ban I, I i read the whole thing on the atf website it is they have the possibility to deny new shipments coming in so they're denying all the shipments coming in is what you're telling me but all the previous ones like from a russian ammo producer for 37.9 billion rounds of 762 by 39 that is still coming. Oh, okay. And that was at the beginning of 2021. And it's still and that, coming? It's still coming. How are, how are they shipping it over here? What are they doing? Shipping it by dog ass? <laughs> shipping it by bike. <laughs> everyone get, everyone take a basket. Yeah, hey, all the Vladimirs, get over here. We're going to America. What? Because well, they know if they, if they like send a singular crate at a time, they get more money out of it. I don't know if that's how that works. 
well, they won't get more money out of it. The store selling it is going to get more money okay. out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it costs so much to ship a crate. Might as well ship a whole truck, you know? Yeah. It's probably cheaper but, to ship in bulk. I don't know how many Russians died during COVID. I would imagine an astronomical amount. Zero. Zero of them died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none, none of them died. Have you seen the statistics? <laughs> we don't actually even know if Russia exists. That's oh, American that propaganda. <laughs> they're over there drinking so much vodka. Speaking of Russia, did you know there's 10 million more women than men? That's a lot. That's false because women don't yeah. exist. Yeah. But if it did, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot, and it's because there's such a big drinking problem over there. The men are dying. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a pretty good ratio. I might have to go to Russia. Yeah. If women existed, I'd be going. Archives to Russia. Russia is starting up. Archives mail order brides. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hey. That's that's the side business you'd want to start with the boys is. <laughs> Archives mail order brides. We just like you know go to put a bag on their head in Russia and fly <laughs> back. We're getting to the business of literally kidnapping human people. trafficking. That's a pretty good business. <laughs> you know, you go, you have a few drinks with the boys. You're like, okay, I bet that blonde over there would snatch me probably ten million on the black market. You know, Jesus. for legal reasons, this is all a joke. This is legally legally a joke. This is satire. Sure this is so. satire. You know, I think I'm going to have to change content. my answer to, to archives human trafficking with the boys. <laughs> Jesus I would not like that to be okay, my well, answer what? for the Like the Record <laughs> show. <laughs> Something completely legal and squeaky clean is my... Uh, I know a guy. Is yeah. my answer. Okay. Oops. You okay. know a guy out in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. <laughs> Actually, that wouldn't surprise me. All right, cool, Wenzel, what, what what side business would you would you, you know start with the boys? I got my side business going. What? I got my three D printer back there, three D printing cosplay shit. Okay, okay. I've already got Gary. I've already got orders in. Uh, OnlyFans. With the boys? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Guys only. It's a different, it's a different so version. What? We're selling like butthole pics. No, it's a competitor to OnlyFans. Guys only. I'm interested to hear what you got, Jordy, because you're kind of the side you. hustle guy. Well, yeah, but I what else told you got? Because you're like the side hustle guy. Archives, human trafficking, you know? Oh, I'm sure you got You're like the side hustle You're like literally the king of side hustles. Okay. okay. Only okay. fan. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> that is too close to the My Little Pony bullshit. We're not doing that. Big facts. <laughs> hey, there's money in Brony fans. There you I go. will... I. Nope, don't put my name on it. I'm just shooting. I'm an idea guy, okay? I don't want to know what you're shooting, all right? You can Only hold, your horses, hold your horses right there. <laughs> get it? Get it? I would like to right. sign a petition to leave this podcast. Oh, yeah, actually, don't yeah. tell me. I, I don't have an answer, guys. It's been nice. First and last, see ya. All right. I was thinking of weed your own business. You hey. Know? Let me tell you about that. Hey, per- hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. Choose your words carefully. What do you mean? So Texas is in the process of recreational legalization. Yeah. And I can tell you how many Texans down here know how to grow good weed. None. Okay, okay. So we just need to get Patrick down here, mm-hmm. give him he an apartment. Get his life like, back together? Start growing dope again? Give him like <laughs> 90 AC units. And an air hum- dehumidifier so he can leave. He'll and have just his life back it, together like in no time. 
I could make us. I could. I could grow some killer shit. Just you sent me grow- some pictures of your products last week. That wasn't mine. Well, I mean, it's in the family, you know. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. He grows it. Oh, that it's even bigger now. By the way, that one I sent you that was bigger than the trailer. Yeah, he knows <laughs> the guy. I was there yesterday Kenny, night. Kenny, no grown dope in the trailer. <laughs> there, there was, there was even more plants than I thought. I didn't. I only noticed a few of them that when I told I had told you about it. Yeah. And my brother was like, "Yeah, there's even a couple over there by the one of them. You know how like you'll have like a like a rose bush or like a a bush below yeah. your window. These people just had weed plants. It was just <laughs> weed plants. Awesome. That's like a decoration. But then they're like, "Yeah, it's almost harvest time." I'm like, "Jesus, oh my God. it was it was like a." dream come true yeah do you think the neighborhood kids just like walk up and grab like there's grab no neighborhood kids you don't know oh. I'll, show, I'll show you where it is later there's no neighborhood kids around if the there. DEA neighborhood wasn't around <laughs> enforcing these unconstitutional laws i'd be starting archives dope growing you know well i mean maybe i moved to texas and we uh yeah, human almost, trafficking I, and I growing drugs here, you know i got some land i can rent out my house Ooh. live in a trailer i'll be living the dream well, I'll just go live in trailers on my land and grow That's weed. That's what I'm saying. Hill hogs. I'll grow the weed. In traffic I'll just be like manual labor, you know? And I'll be like Brooks taking a hit and be like, <laughs> for the oh, next 20 minutes, so, you know? That was so good. <laughs> I'd be the new Brooks, except I wouldn't be as much as a dick. All right. All right. Serious, serious business, right? So today it's... uh. Wednesday, 11.45 Central Time. The Rust servers wipe in about 12 hours. What server are we playing on? I want the opinion of everyone besides Patrick because they're not bad, but uh, they are, they also no. haven't been the best. We could probably do this better. This one, this is a good server. We oh have boy. all of the PPs that we need. Okay. This is, an, this is an official server. Okay. There's no team cap. Okay. I've been told that pop holds pretty... Pretty good. Okay. Because I- server, face punch east four. Mm-hmm. Face punch Rang- east four. Face punch east four. Okay. Rango has all of the BPs that we need. Doesn't it four swipe tomorrow? BPs do not wipe on face punch servers except when face punch forces them, which is oh, not okay. frequent. Okay. Okay. I'm with you it. You know what the problem with officials are though. Giant Zergs. That's fine. There's going to be like 12 of us. We are the Zerg. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to probably not out Zerg the Zerg, but you know what? We We're will be competitive. Close. It's yeah. going to be a real tryhard, is what you're saying. I I don't know. Like, official. I have, I have, pl- sure, I have played on some other official servers though, like pretty recently. I played on like Rustified Medium 2, Rustified Medium 3 for a few wipes. Bi weekly server, you'd think it's incredibly sweaty. There was, it's mostly like small groups, like three to six, seven, eight, that are all like some of them are pretty sweaty, but it's not like, you know, there's usually like one Zerg, maybe two, and they just kind of fuck with each other. And as long as you don't like piss them off, you're mostly fine. That's our problem. <laughs> well, then just, right, yeah. I mean, yeah. Then I, I guess know, so we yeah. die. I mean, that's kind of how the game works, though. Like, I don't know. There's always that fear you piss off the wrong guy. You're going to wake up without your fucking house anymore. But, like, yeah, so. All right. 
before I hand over the reins to the podcast, we have our special Garth here. I have him saved on Snapchat as Mr. <laughs> Incognito Mode. So I want to know something secret about you that is, it doesn't have to be embarrassing or anything, but just something that people do not know about you. I'll start. Uh, mine, I'm going to share a hobby most people don't know about me. I'm really into cast iron. I like I like seasoning my cast iron. I like keeping my cast iron going. I look at like restoring some cast iron. What do we got to know about you, Garth? Uh, how how big are we talking? Like how big of a secret? Hey, I don't know. You know. Face reveal? No, As, not that big. Oh I, my god! I oh, I am like that guy. I'm like, I'm like Spider Man's boss. I need those damn Spider Man pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working for years on this. I've never delivered pizza, so it's not helpful. That's not okay. You can't tell us you've never delivered pizza. That's not the Spider Man meme. Um, yeah. I do you have pizza in your town? Absolutely. There's a Hungry Howie's, I think. There's a Casey's General. Casey's. Gas that's station. the one. Yep. That's the one. Yeah, there's Hungry Howie's around pizza. here. I All live right. in a town with like 400 people in it. We know that. Fuck. Yeah. I play Magic the Gathering sometimes. We, uh, yeah, your we name's Magic Man. So. Am I telling something you don't know or people don't know? That no one knows because patrick has like stalked our, me our for so long he knows that, no, that none of us would know about you like you guys you didn't know i was into cast iron always restoring my cast uh, iron, you know like cast iron cookware making sure it's seasoned anti-slick um, you didn't know that i bet I'll show <laughs> i you did notice you i did notice when i was at your house there was some nice cast iron quite a bit I of cast iron around but you probably didn't i wasn't sure together. if that was you or if you that see? was uh she likes to cook it. i just like the cast iron cookware Okay. I don't know why that is. I to me, honestly, it's kind of like an RPG game where like every time you cook on it and it gets a little bit better. It's kind of like well, you can put it in the oven in the cast irons. That's what's really useful. Yeah, I know. Every every time you cook with it, it gets a little bit better. That savor flavor. Mm-hmm. Flavor <laughs> savor. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Savor flavor. I do savor the flavor. All right, Garth. So tell us your but secret. We got to know something about each one of you. Uh, I have oh. a beard, but I like to keep it really short. There you go. Oh. If you okay. see him on Snapchat, they have a very short beard on that. Okay, okay. My character. Okay. I thought you were. I thought you were implying like we've seen you on Snapchat. No, my, an- my like, animated character, or whatever. I was like, excuse the fuck out of me. I <laughs> you guys don't it. get his pay- <laughs> face pics every day. Yeah, I spam him Brook style. I only like, get the honestly. Pics. <laughs> One day you're just gonna do it. Face reveal coming soon. No, what he's gonna do is he's gonna do it. But you have to and send we're like not exactly, gonna believe it's him. exactly the same <laughs> snaps that Brooks sends us. You can be like, oh, I went to Roundup again. God damn it, I'm out here on the boat again. God, they got me in the ambulance again. God damn it, it's just all of that shit. I told yeah. Patrick someday I'm gonna just like send a random person, but I'm gonna be in one of the random people, and he's not gonna know if it was me or not. Oh, you're gonna be in him. One person a day, but I'm gonna be one of them. He's not gonna know if it was me. This okay. is gaslighting. I'm being gaslit right now. <laughs> Are you going to send him a picture from your Bromley fans? All right. If he pays. Next topic. So, well, hold on. So, well, you didn't give something secret about you. No, you I, you I, I didn't want to hear about the Bromley fans. <laughs> but, you know, you know, Mr. Incognito Man says he likes to keep a beard, a small beard. That's some good information. I'm writing it down. What about it's you, Wenzel? What's something we don't know about you? This might take you by surprise. I love hiking. That's pretty gay. Yeah, you would have never. I bet you would have never guessed no, that. No, I've actually got a hiking trip. I've seen your gut. In... You're definitely on yep. the cheeseburgers. Yep. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> but I've got a hiking trip in. Okay. 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 One one and a half months. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Montana with me and my cousins, mm-hmm. and we're going on a weekend hiking trip. <clears throat> what about me? Mm-hmm. I do know um, a lot about you. Yeah, you guys mostly. Yeah, I don't know. I really like those. Like, this is just. This isn't like, like secret. I guess mm-hmm. kind of. You probably. You guys probably didn't know. But you know those like old lighter restoration videos, or yeah. like old, like an old rusty knife, or yeah. an old like old sword. Just all of that like old like restoration shit. Mm-hmm. I fucking love watching that shit. Okay. I don't know why. You know what I think it's it just, is? What? I think that men really like those videos and like how it's made and stuff because we like how things work, you know? Yeah, Ooh. that's totally what I love when they, yeah, you're seeing all You'll the... You'll see like how to make a hose like, and you're like, oh, fuck, that's interesting as fuck. They put the or rubber Or fixing in. up an old car or something. It's like Yeah. How about the uh, like blacksmithing videos? Oh, those oh, are yeah. fucking uh, sick. I yep. fucking love watching a dude making. Yeah, act. there's so much of my Facebook recommended. Like, I'm li- was literally have been watching one while you guys were talking at some point. <laughs> I don't know what this shit is. Or do you guys ever watch like the household tips or like the super super good tech hacks? And it's like oh, you're gonna God. you're gonna need a little bit of you're gonna need a couple basic tools, and the fucking tools are like. A nuclear reactor, a plasma <laughs> nice. welder, yeah. and an M82 tank. And yeah. you're like, what the f- who has, who would have any <laughs> of this that, shit? Yeah. Just go ahead and grab your, your pickle fork. Hello, yes, your... I'm teaching you some very good basic uh, household uh, garage shop hacks. Yeah. First, you'll need an RPG launcher. Uh, like, You need a tank lift? And it's like, what the fuck? Oh, I, I, got, I got my side hustle idea. I got a new one. Okay. I need a shipping container. Actually, probably a couple shipping containers. A boat so I can cross the ocean. I'm getting the arms dealing business. I hear there's a shit ton of firearms that were just left behind in some some foreign oh, nation. Oh yeah, I need to get declared a terrorist. I don't know if you know so this, left but a, boat, a boat's not gonna get you there. <laughs> you know, it'll get you to Pakistan. You can hike the rest of the way. Uh, you wouldn't be catching me hiking. Through. Ooh, I don't think <laughs> well, so. Well, Wenzel just said hiking, he loves though. hiking. You know, <laughs> a white man hiking through the mountains and oh yeah, that sounds. Well, like he's a pretty dirty. He could probably idea. blend in. Yeah, you I just got a Russian like, women. They can carry help carry the weapons through. I hear he doesn't like showering. They don't like Russians either. Oh, over there. All right, who's got what? I told you. Before I handed over the reins, I wanted to ask Mr. Incognito a secret question. That was it. All right. So one thing I actually do want to uh, want to see. We're gonna try to do this. I think within the next two ish weeks or so, we're gonna do the first uh, the first uh, three episodes of Loki. We're gonna be talking about that next week. It's on Disney Plus. We Loki um, gonna be talking about Loki. We're gonna high key be talking about Loki. Oh. Um, I recently watched, uh, just finished it. I'm probably going to rewatch it with the guys just so we, I don't, you know, I, I don't do any spoilers, but yeah, it was, uh, definitely worth the watch. I'm not like a huge, uh, Marvel superhero guy, but it was definitely, uh, very good in my opinion. Well, so. what if is coming out currently? So that'd be definitely, they're short too. So I think you could maybe throw one of those in there too. They're like 20 what minutes if, or something. What if I do? That's like the new series for Marvel. Ooh. 
Okay. Maybe like watch one episode of Loki and one episode of What If and you talk about him or something. That could be cool. Mm. Mm. Figure it out. Okay. That was just kind of a little, yeah, one mm-hmm. little thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys wanna wanna do our wanna do that thing we do every week? That thing we do. That the thing where we, uh, where we pass judgment on to others that may or may not want it. Yes, I do love Actually, they that's do cool. want it. They're they're literally asking. Well, so no. They, so they the people asking it. for it, you know, they're asking us to pass judgment on to someone else who probably doesn't want it. All right. Sure. Which is my favorite part because they're not. I am opinionated. Right. Me too. All right. Here's the first one. You ready? Mm-hmm. No. Too loud. We're doing it. We're jumping in. Dang. Am I the asshole for telling my coworker I feel like she's being creepy? Yep. So me, 20 male, started a job the, the other month. Okay, what the fuck kind of sentence is that? <laughs> anyway, and there was this girl, 21 female there. We started becoming friends, and after a couple of days, she was basically all over me. She was very touchy. She hugged me all the time, put her head on my shoulders, rubbed my back, you name it. To be honest, I didn't mind it because I liked her, and I thought it was a sign that she liked me. It's just a retail job, so no career ending chances, blah, blah, blah. After like a month of being shit scared... I asked her out, and she turned me down. However, she kept being touchy and everything, and after a bit, I realized I didn't like it. I kept asking her to stop, but she was but she was like, since I didn't mind it before, it must have been fine. It almost turned it into a game where she tried to do it without me stopping her. Uh, without me stopping her. Eventually, I was just... Jeez, this is God, terrible damn, grammar. Eventually, I was just like, you need to stop now. And she was like, well, tell me why, which I did. What I said is I used to be fine with that because I thought you were into me. Now that I know you're not, I find it a bit creepy since we're not that close. And because you've ignored me asking you to stop. She basically ran off, and half an hour later, another coworker came up to me telling me that I've completely embarrassed her. And I was out of line as she was just being nice and calling her actions creepy made me an asshole is this guy the asshole we take turns yeah you go first garth uh yes you made the mistake you broke the awkward silence no no, i'm pretty opinionated for it so yeah he is the (laughs) asshole because some people are just affectionate and guy brain goes she touched me she wants to have sex with me like maybe she's just trying to be that's how she's friendly you know what i mean like okay okay. okay Can I jump in here real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this guy, I do not think is the asshole. I definitely can understand that people have a way of being affectionate or being friendly with people, that that, and that. But especially in a workplace, you know, like I, I got work. I have all kinds of, you know, homies at work. I have friends that are men, women, all this, right? All different ages at work. You know, there's a bunch of different people. That being said, I'm not going to go up to... Susie Q and start, you know, rubbing her back or doing that. First of all, that's just really weird, especially since I'm a guy. I feel like it's a little different if it's a girl, but it should be. There is double standards. But it it shouldn't be. If a person is touching you and you ask them to stop or, you know, like, sure, maybe that could be read as some kind of advance. If you say, hey, do you want to go out? They say no. And then they keep doing it. And you say, hey, please stop that. I don't like that. And they keep doing it. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. yeah Second yeah, of sure. all, you just shouldn't be doing that type of shit at work, whether that's, oh, that's just how I show that I'm being friendly. It doesn't matter that you're in a workplace, have some damn professionalism 
And sure, maybe you want to take your coworkers out on a date or whatever, but like, then fucking ask them and do that shit outside of work. You're there to work. You're not there to get handsy with the fucking lady next to you folding. Maybe t-shirts. she's the bad guy and she just likes the attention, but she doesn't want to ever touch him or doesn't want him to touch her. Yeah, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. This it just shouldn't have happened in the first place. She's kind of she's one hundred percent the asshole for doing it to begin with, and even more double down the asshole for continuing to do it after this guy expressed that he did not want it to continue. Yeah, so I pretty much agree with everything you just said. I just wanted to add that, uh, like, if the roles were reversed, like, oh, this guy would call this guy yeah. like a creep. He might like be getting the police called on him, like, honestly, about going yeah. out and touching women. Like, no, you're not the asshole for telling this lady to stop touching you. It's one I thing agree. to think that, like, maybe she's attractive and he was trying to be in a relationship with her, and maybe that was her way because a lot of women aren't just going to come up and ask you. Pretty much, no one is just going to come up and ask you to be like, oh, you want to go out, right? They have to be like yeah. real friendly and then you kind of have to ask them. But once it was established that like, that's not what's going on. And she's just like touching you. Like, no, like you can't, you can't do that. Yeah. Number one. And then number two, when he tells you to stop and you don't, like you said, you're doubly the asshole. Yeah. hundred percent. In, my, opinion. Like, I, in yeah. my brain, I saw like, uh, he got rejected he got mad. And that's what he's, he came up with the excuse. Like it's creepy now. Cause you don't want to have sex with me. He's just mad because he got rejected. That's why I said he was asshole. Well, okay. I think it was That's creepy before, but maybe that. he was trying to, like, maybe he thought, oh, there's something going on here. Like, maybe I'll kind of see, like, maybe he, he really liked her and he, like, wanted to go out with her or whatever. And so, like, it's, it's all less her intention. if yeah. you're... What? It's all her intentions. Like, is she doing it... Is she doing it because she's friendly? Then she's not that. So if she's doing it because she likes teasing with no intentions of ever getting with him, but she likes whipping him up and getting him excited well, and she's the asshole i don't think it's completely true like obviously if you're like trying to show that like you're interested in like a relationship with someone and so like you're a girl so you're not just gonna straight up say it you're gonna kind of show it then that's different but if even if you're not like i think i think you're still the asshole if 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 you're just kind of doing it to do it you know even if you just do it to everyone like you shouldn't go around touching people you know yeah the most I have ever like made contact with another coworker of mine, like if it's, it's one of my, my if it's one of my buddies, you know, and we're like shooting the shit, you know, BSing around, or whatever. Hi. I might like punch him. <laughs> <laughs> I might like I might like punch him on the arm, or you know, oh, I got, you yeah. know, or, you know, or I'll like you know give him a pat on. The, oh, good job with that, buddy. You know, give him a pat yeah. on the back. But you know, right, I'm, I'm not. You know, I have never had the desire to like, and you know, any of that. Like, that's that's not what. That's work, dude. No. Yeah. And like, if this. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say the only time I've ever touched someone is, like, strictly for the work of business. I don't think I've ever touched anyone, for like. Yeah, or like shaking their hand. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. That's what I mean. It's like. Introducing myself or whatever. Yeah. Or like I did punching sticks one time, but. I don't know what that is. Tell me later. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like you had said, if the roles were reversed, like if this was a dude that like your sister came home and told you, oh, there's this guy at work. Like, dude, that's the type of dude that gets stomped the fuck out. Yeah, for real. Like that's, yeah. The- you call the boys and they roll up in a big, big lifted loud ass truck with sledgehammers. All right. What do you think, Wenzel? I now know why Garth doesn't let me put my bed next to his in Minecraft. 
I keep telling you no when you keep doing it. You're sexually harassing me. Because <laughs> you stole my villagers and put them in a Just because I'm touching you all the time, you think there's something there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, the girl is the asshole in this scenario. Okay. Very much the let me rub up on your belly, slap it, say you're, say you're doing good, and then when they throw up, you're like, hey, oh. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're kicked out of a bear. Yeah. Uh, all right. Bugle sticks. All right. all right, here's another one. Am I the asshole for frightening a snooping neighbor by opening my door and causing her to fall? I, there, there's a little bit of typo here. Apparently this female is 337 years old. <laughs> damn, <mama laughs> live alone in a pet-friendly, no-breed restrictions apartment building in a U.S. city that has significant crime. Our building has two units on the first floor, two on the second floor, and one on the third. I live on the third floor. I don't share a landing with any of my neighbors, and anyone coming up to the third floor is coming there for me. We do not have a secured gate or a front door to the building. <clears throat> I have a 40-pound dog, not aggressive in the slightest, does not have leash aggression, does not resource guard. She does have one guarding tendency, and due to where I live alone, I fostered this. She will bark at the door when someone is outside. She is part hunting hound, so she has a very big vocal bark. I've always found this comforting because I will always know if someone is coming when I'm not expecting anyone. Sometimes people will come up to lurk on my landing who have no business being there, and my dog will scare them away. She also lets me know when deliveries have been dropped off. A downstairs neighbor, 45 to 50 years old-ish female from the first floor, has been up on my landing several times. She'll sometimes bring up packages or mail if it's left downstairs, which is nice, but I've seen her through the people lurking around with anything, without anything to leave for me. One time she moved my doormat. She has seen me walking my dog several times outside of my apartment, and my dog is always wagging her, her tail. She's asked several times where my other aggressive dog, it, dog is because she's been up to my landing and hears the dog's barks. I've told her each time that I only have one dog and that she just sounds like she's aggressive through the door, but she hasn't stopped asking about my other dog. Last week, my property manager emailed about reports that I may have two dogs, which is fine just to let them know because they want to know how many animals are in the building. I wonder how they got this report. Today, my neighbor was on my landing again. From my peephole, I saw her bending down in front of my door, but couldn't tell what she was doing. So I swung my door open, with my dog standing beside me, loudly barking. She got spooked from the noise and fell on her ass because she was leaning down to look under my doormat again. I said, see? Just the one dog, like I told you. Then I realized she may have injured herself when she fell, and I offered to help her up, but she just stormed off, calling me an asshole and a bitch, and said the building was better before I moved in. I've lived here for five years, and this is the first time I'm having, an issue, having this issue. My sister told me I'm an asshole because I could have given the women a heart attack by frightening her. I kind of see her point, however, I did not know she was going to fall over. I still do not know what she was doing on my landing. Other tenants have dogs, too, and you can hear all the dogs barking anytime a delivery car pulls up. Am I the asshole? I don't know why there was all this extra information. But. All right, if I'm going first again, this is the easiest one you guys have ever done. This nosy old B-word lady. Fucking over. <laughs> I was expecting her to have, like, fallen and, like, fallen down the stairs when Push I only... Nudge her down the stairs. She's yeah, so let her fucking go. She's a narc. If you did have two dogs, <laughs> none of her business. Yeah. She has 50 cats. We all know it. 
Not only, yeah, not only is she a fucking Karen, fucking creepy, but she's a fucking narc. Fuck yeah, out of here. Come on. Yeah. Easy one. Yeah. I don't she's know if you guys have uh, watched the previous episode of the podcast, but this fucking lady goes over the river. <laughs> fucking yeah, over yeah, the river. Yeah, this lady is on no the other shot. side of the river with all the other assholes we found on the subreddit. <laughs> Even if this lady did fall down the stairs, did break a hip. What the fuck are you doing up there anyway? It's none of your business. And yeah, if you like, open, you're allowed to open your own door. You know, depending on the state you live in, you're totally allowed to do that, you know? And and shoo off would-be trespassers. You're not the asshole at all. Depending on what state you live in, uh, so, that area is considered part of your home and you can property. legally shoot them. Yeah. Especially if they're well, fucking with your She said it's mat. a big city with a lot of crime, so I'm assuming it was like Chicago, which it would yep. not be allowed... But nope. where I live, if you're there, I don't have to. I can just, you know, I can't start just blasting. shoot you straight off the bat. But if you uh-huh. show up with a gun, I could just start shooting through the door. I got an AR-15. You're not gonna last very long. I tell you what, I got some thirty-round mags. I got some drum yeah. rounds coming in. I'm not even gonna have to reload. You got your body armor yet? No, no. I I, I got some level four plates sitting in a carrier. We got uh, Archives Armor coming out soon. Ooh. I'll be the Archives Armor. I don't think yeah. anyone's taking the side of the old lady here. No. So. no. God, no. She's nosy. No. Good yeah. for nothing. If yeah, she wants to come, come move <laughs> my doormat, she if can say hello landlord, to my landlord. If it was the landlord, maybe I could understand because obviously they need to make sure they know how Enforce many animals. the rules, but yeah. yeah. She's not like the deputy but, of the yeah, building. She's not, she's not, yeah, exactly. The little deputy. She's not the, the dog guy. police. Yeah. I mean, I'm I trying to my... think of a situation where this old lady isn't the asshole, but I just can't. I don't know. I guess she was talking to her sister and her sister kind of made it seem like, oh, you're a bad guy because you tried to scare this old lady. Rightfully so. Get the fuck out of my, you know... Yeah, get off my fucking property. I mean, I don't think that's her property, but like, you well, don't have any so. business being there. You're really suspicious, and it's if you if you try and scare someone off from hanging out out right side of your door, like that's not your fault. It, your door is kind of it's not quite like your home, but like it's Close pretty. Enough. It should be a secure place for you to feel comfortable, you know, on your doorway. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't be nude there, but like you should feel safe there. That's that's the best one. You get the big loud dog. You open the door in like yeah. a G string with your twelve gauge. Oh, hey, I uh, didn't see you there. Yeah. You want to see my? She gets dog? a heart attack. <laughs> that's not my problem. <laughs> yeah. That's Brooks's problem. Jeez. She hasn't seen a man in twenty years. <laughs> I knew they were downgrading in size, but damn. All right. Anyways, we're gonna have a uh, Magic Man's uh, links in the description. Obviously, I don't actually think we have an outro.